Kamaru Usman is on the path to become the greatest welterweight of all time. The Nigerian-American wrestler dominated his opponents early on with takedowns and ground and pound. And although he was becoming a contender at 170, he wasn't a fan favorite due to his grueling style of fighting that didn't see many finishes. Regardless, he made it all the way to the top to become the UFC welterweight champion. And after being a part of one of the greatest wars in the history of the division, his image was tarnished yet again after a lackluster fight at UFC 251. But 2021 has been a huge year for him as he has already defended the belt twice. And in these fights, not only did he look amazing, but he also finished his opponents in highlight reel fashion. He's now regarded as an exciting fighter to watch. And with the momentum that he's currently riding, it really seems like no one will be able to stop him. So how did Kamaru Usman get so good? Hey guys, it's Keon, and today we're going to be talking about Kamaru Dean, the Nigerian nightmare Usman, who is better known as Kamaru to the general public. This is a video that many of you have requested after his win against Jorge Masvidal at UFC 261. And honestly, at first, I was surprised because Kamaru was never a bad fighter. But even though he hasn't lost a fight since 2013, it doesn't mean he hasn't improved. Because he went from a wrestler who wins by decisions to an all-around fighter that finishes fights. So in this video, we will take a look at his MMA career to really understand how he got so good. But first, shout out to the undisputed members of my Patreon. They get the extra perk of a shout out before each video. But even the intro members get early access and video to the Keon Kamaru podcast. And the best part is that all the money goes to charity. Now let's get to it. Kamaru began his MMA career on November 30th, 2012 at the age of 25. Prior to his debut, he was an NCAA Division II wrestler. He had hopes in competing at the 2012 Olympic Games in freestyle wrestling, but he failed to qualify and decided to focus on a career in MMA. After winning his first pro fight, Kamaru fought Jose Caceres. Despite finding some success with his wrestling, Kamaru lost in the first round via rear naked choke, handing him his first defeat. Seven months later, he fought Rashid Abdullah. Kamaru immediately brought the fight down and from there, he began to throw ground and pound. Rashid was unable to escape and after eating more punches, the ref stepped in. After picking up two more wins, Kamaru fought Marcus Hicks. And once again, Kamaru dominated the fight with his wrestling and ground and pound. This continued into round two before the ref finally stepped in. In 2015, Kamaru and his fight team, the Black Zillions, were selected to compete in the 21st season of The Ultimate Fighter, a season that revolved around their rivalry against fellow fight team, American Top Team. And Kamaru showcased his wrestling to win both of his fights in the house before fighting at the finale. So on July 12, 2015, he fought against American Top Team's Hader Hassan. Kamaru controlled the action in the first with takedowns and ground and pound. But early in round two, Hader connected with some big shots. Kamaru avoided this by securing another takedown before finishing the fight with an arm triangle choke, making him the Ultimate Fighter Season 21 Welterweight Tournament winner. Five months later, he fought Leon Edwards. The two started off by trading on the feet, then Kamaru shot for a takedown. But Leon did very well in defending it, and from there, he began to connect with punches. Kamaru eventually brought the fight down. But Leon stayed busy off his back by trying to lock up a triangle choke. And after eating some ground and pound, he got back up. Kamaru's wrestling continued into round two as he secured a takedown right away. But Leon was able to get back up. And near the end of the round, he connected with a knee and a huge left hand. But the action was stopped for a moment as the knee went low. Afterwards, the two continued to trade before Kamaru secured another takedown before the end of the second. The final round was very one-sided as Leon got taken down three times and ate some big shots on the ground and in the clinch. By the end, Kamaru won by unanimous decision. Seven months later, he fought Alexander Yakovlev. Alexander had some moments on the feet, but Kamaru dominated him by taking him down and throwing ground and pound. Alexander was also deducted a point in round one for grabbing the cage. And by the end, Kamaru won by unanimous decision. Following this win, he fought Warley Alves. The two opened up the fight by trading punches and kicks. And although Warley had his moments, so did Kamaru. And the momentum began to favor Kamaru in the second as he began to press forward more and connect with big shots. Warley seemed to be getting tired as the fight went on. But after he got taken down by Kamaru in the third, he locked up a guillotine 
guillotine choke that looked really tight. Kamaru eventually escaped and began throwing ground and pound. He went on to lock up an arm triangle choke, but was unable to finish Riley due to time expiring. Regardless, Kamaru won by unanimous decision. At UFC 210, he fought former King of the Cage middleweight champion, Sean Strickland. It was also around this time that Kamaru left Black Zillions and joined Sanford MMA. Although Kamaru found success with his wrestling and top control in this fight, he also displayed his striking skills by constantly pressing forward and connecting with punches and kicks. This included a huge right hand in the second that dropped Sean. The fight looked moments from ending, but he survived and continued to get dominated. By the end, Kamaru won by unanimous decision. Five months later, he fought Sergio Marais. The two traded on the feet to start things off, but it was Kamaru who was mixing in kicks and pressing forward. He then connected with a right hand that dropped Sergio. Sergio survived and found some success with his punches, but Kamaru connected with another right hand and this time, it ended the fight. After this win, he fought Emil Weber Mick. Kamaru brought the fight down immediately, but Emil got a hold of a guillotine. Eventually, Kamaru got out and throughout the fight, he dominated with his wrestling. When the fight was on the feet, Emil had his moments, but it wasn't enough and by the end, Kamaru won by unanimous decision. Despite the win, he received a lot of backlash for his performance, especially in the post-fight interview when he said he only fought at 30% and still dominated. Four months later, Kamaru headlined his first UFC fight night. His opponent was Damian Maya. For most of the fight, the two were trading on the feet where they both found success. But as the fight went on, Kamaru was a fresher fighter. He also denied all 15 of Damian's takedown attempts. And the momentum really swayed his way in the fourth when he dropped Damian with a right hand. Damian survived but continued to get picked apart in the final round. By the end, Kamaru won by unanimous decision. And in the post-fight interview, he said he broke both of his hands early in the fight. Six months later, he fought former UFC lightweight champion, Rafael Dos Anjos. Although Rafael found success early on the feet, he began to fade as the fight went on. Kamaru put on a masterclass performance as he controlled the action anywhere the fight went. After five rounds, he won by unanimous decision. This nine-fight win streak led to his shot at the title. So at UFC 235, he fought welterweight champion, Tyron Woodley. Many believe this would be a closely contested bout as both men have very similar skills. But Tyron was unable to bring the fight down and was also unable to pull the trigger on the feet. Kamaru's pressure was too much as he constantly pressed forward with strikes. He also did a lot of damage in the clinch and secured many takedowns which led to big shots from above. Tyron was getting dominated. And after five rounds, Kamaru won by unanimous decision, making him the new UFC welterweight champion. Kamaru's first title defense went down at UFC 245. His opponent was former UFC interim welterweight champion, Kobe Covington. With both men being strong wrestlers, the action stayed on the feet for the entire fight. And these two went to war as they traded bombs. Every moment of this fight was exciting. Both men were eating some huge shots that would have put any other fighter out. But they went back and forth for four rounds. And in my opinion, it was even going into the fifth. And although the back and forth action continued, it was Kamaru who began to gain a lot of momentum near the final minute. He dropped Kobe with a right hand and although Kobe got back up, Kamaru connected with another right that dropped him again. He followed this with ground and pound before referee Mark Goddard stepped in. This fight was amazing. At UFC 251, Kamaru was expected to fight fellow teammate Gilbert Burns. Because of this, Kamaru left his team of Sanford MMA and began training under former boxer Trevor Whitman. But 10 days prior to the bout, Gilbert pulled out after testing positive for COVID-19. So on 8 days notice, Jorge Masvidal stepped in. Despite this replacement being one that many fans enjoyed, the fight was very lackluster. Jorge found success early on the feet, but afterwards Kamaru took over by controlling the action on the ground and in the clinch. By the end, he won by unanimous decision. At UFC 258, Kamaru fought Gilbert Burns. Gilbert looked really good early as he landed many kicks and connected with a huge right hand that stunned Kamaru. But Kamaru was able to weather the storm and connected with some jabs and kicks. In round 2, both men were finding success on the feet. And after some more jabs, Kamaru landed a right hand that stunned Gilbert. Gilbert was in survival mode and continued to eat big shots. 
This included the jab that dropped him. He dropped Gilbert with another jab in round 3 and began throwing big shots from above before referee Herb Dean stepped in. And with this win, Kamaru surpassed George St. Pierre's win streak at welterweight. And he was looking to continue that momentum with a 2 month turnaround at UFC 261 in a rematch against Jorge Masvidal. A fight that really didn't make sense besides the storyline being that Jorge took their first fight on short notice. So with a full camp, he was sure to win this time around. And he looked good early as he found success on the feed and despite getting taken down, he was able to get back up without taking too much damage. But Kamaru also connected on the feed with some nice jabs and a few right hands. And early in the second, he landed a massive right hand that knocked Jorge out cold. It was such a hard shot that all the sweat from Jorge's head sprayed out. And Kamaru followed this up with a ground and pound before Herb Dean stepped in. This was his most recent fight. And now at 4 title defenses, Kamaru is not only regarded by many as the pound for pound best, but also one of the greatest welterweights of all time. Time. And if he continues to fight this way, he may very well become the greatest of all time. So after going 19-1 in a career that saw him go from high-level wrestler to an all-around UFC champion, how did Kamaru Usman get so good? Making this video really amused me, because Kamaru has hardly ever faced defeat in his MMA career. And usually these how did they get so good videos revolve around fighters who have learned and improved from losses. But just because Kamaru has stayed winning for quite some time now, it doesn't mean that he never developed as a fighter. In fact, the difference from his UFC debut to now is massive. He has gone from solid fighter to bonafide superstar. And it couldn't have happened to a better guy as he is a good person who does most of his talking through his fighting. Which is very impressive especially nowadays as the biggest stars in the sport tend to be the most outspoken ones. But Kamaru is making everyone pay attention to him by constantly putting on stellar performances. I mean even UFC president Dana White who has criticized Kamaru in the past can't deny that he's a fan now. And this is a sentiment that many people in the MMA community feel. He went from hated to appreciated. So what exactly happened. First off, Kamaru has always been a solid wrestler. Most of his wins early on were by way of takedowns and ground and pound. And this is a narrative we've seen many times with wrestlers who become MMA fighters. Wrestling in my opinion is the superior style of fighting as it's the perfect base to build around. It's common for a wrestler to develop their striking to a high level but it's very rare for a striker to develop into an elite level wrestler. And for Kamaru this is what happened. He showed glimpses of skill on the feet early on in his career. But it really began to improve with his move from Black Zillions to Sanford MMA. Although coaches Henry Hooft and Greg Jones left Black Zillions to start Sanford MMA, I feel like the change in atmosphere at the new gym was crucial for Kamaru's striking. First off, it was a much smaller gym which means more focus on each fighter. Secondly, Kamaru began to train with some of the best strikers such as former UFC welterweight champion Robbie Lawler and former UFC middleweight champion Luke Rockhold. With this change in fight teams, Kamaru began to attack more on the feet. I also credit his fight against Warley Alves as a reason for becoming more confident with his striking. All this led to a knockout win against Sergio Moraes which was the first time we really got to see Kamaru's power. But he still wasn't a fan favorite as he racked up many decision wins. The fights against Emil Weber Mick and Damian Maya really lowered his stock, especially with the comments he made after those fights. And although he put on an impressive all-around performance against Rafael Dos Anjos, it still wasn't enough for most MMA fans to pay attention. Because let's be honest, most people are looking for finishes. I personally can't appreciate a dominant decision victory, but most MMA fans can't. And that's the downside of being an elite level wrestler in MMA. It takes much longer for the fans to appreciate the dominance. And in return, it takes longer for wrestlers to get to the top. And that's what happened with Kamaru as he had to go on a 9 fight win streak before receiving a shot at the title. But the tide really began to turn once he defeated Tyron Woodley to become champion. Because even though it was another decision, it was so dominant that people couldn't help but to take notice. Especially against a fighter like Tyron Woodley who many believed was on the path to become the greatest welterweight of all time. And this momentum skyrocketed when Kamaru fought Kobe 
Covington, because Kamaru was forced into a stand-up war. And in this fight, he showed how well he can handle adversity with the help of his granite chin and impressive gas tank. And when it came down to the fifth round in what was a very close fight, he did what a champion does and put on a statement. Similar to Israel Adesanya on the final round of his fight with Kelvin Gastelum. I think Kamaru learned a lot about himself after that win as it showed that he wants it the most out of everyone. And I can only imagine how much confidence this gave him as a fighter. Especially since it was against Kobe Covington who he really disliked. But then he was met at a crossroads when his next title defense was against teammate and friend Gilbert Burns. So Kamaru decided to leave Sanford MMA and began training under former boxer Trevor Whitman. And this easily could have been a decision that would have changed the course of his career for the worse. But instead it was a move that elevated him from very good to sensational. Yes, his momentum went down a little after his first fight with Jorge Masvidal. But let's not forget that Kamaru had to take that fight on short notice as well. And as lackluster as the fight was, he had to do what he had to do to get the win. But after that, we really got to see the work of Trevor Whitman as he said all the right things in the fight against Gilbert Burns. After Kamaru faced early adversity, he began to find success on the feet with kicks and jabs, something that wasn't too common in his stand-up game before. Even at the end of round one, Trevor Whitman told Kamaru that he's a champion because of his jab. So Kamaru continued to attack with that. And throughout that round, Trevor kept telling him to pull back so that Gilbert can attack and get exposed. This led to a huge right hand from Kamaru that changed the momentum of the fight. And the jabs continued to be effective, especially with the constant switching of his stance. This was all he had to do to get the finish. And Kamaru continued to find success with his punches, especially his jabs in his second fight with Jorge Masvidal. He also showcased his grappling, which in my opinion has improved even more with the help of grappling coach George Santiago. In fact, with Khabib gone, I would say that Kamaru is now the best wrestler in the UFC at the moment. But in his second fight with Jorge Masvidal, the finish was set up by constantly throwing the jab. And when it was least expected, Kamaru followed up with a picture-perfect right hand that ended the fight. His striking has improved so much with the help of Trevor Whitman. And training alongside former UFC interim lightweight champion, Justin Gaethje, has had to have helped with Kamaru's overall improvement as well. I also believe that UFC heavyweight champion Francis Ngannou gave him some pointers with his striking. Kamaru has so many sources around him and he has used them to his benefit. And because of it, he has gone from high-level wrestler to an all-around mixed martial artist. Right now, as I make this video, he truly seems unstoppable. And the scariest part is that he doesn't even seem to be at his final form yet. I believe he's going to grow even more and become an even better fighter. And as the spotlight shines brighter, it doesn't seem to deter him from his goal of becoming the GOAT. Kamaru Usman is proving to everyone that he is a problem. My name is Keon and this is my take on Kamaru Dean, the Nigerian Nightmare Usman. Do you agree, disagree, or have something else to add? Please put in the comments down below, cause I love to read it. If you like this video, please give it a thumbs up and subscribe to my channel for more content like this. But that's all for now, so I'll see you on my next one.